Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. What's going on out there, folks? Hope everyone is doing well, being safe. Washing your hands, wearing your mask, social distancing, the whole nine yards. Please, 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 please. And now for your listening pleasure, pleasure, especially Duke's most wrestling blast from the past, from episode 56. You know what time it is. That's right. Barnyard Cheese. That's right. Barnyard Cheese over in New York City. You got to head over there. We're talking breakfast, lunch, dinner. They have an award-winning breakfast sandwich, folks. Okay, the Travel Channel gave them an award for that thing there. Their lunch or even dinner, get yourself a Duke sandwich. No, oh, please. Okay, get yourself a Duke You're sandwich. Doing, you were doing good for there for a minute by promoting uh, Barnyard Cheese, as we're supposed to do, rather than promoting yourself with well, this phony baloney yeah. Duke sandwich. <laughs> it's a two-for-one. That, that, <laughs> that I still haven't been able to confirm actually well, even exists. We're not going to talk about your knuckle sandwich, by the way, because yeah, well, that, you know that doesn't exist. That's on the secret you menu, know? and if, yeah. you, if you keep running your mouth, you're going to get oh, it, uh, whether you like it or not. Big shot over here. Listen, head over to Barnyard Cheese, folks. Uh, uh, tell my man... Double D Dave Davis. That the Duke says what's up. All right. Barnyardcheese.com for more info. Enjoy. All right, Boston Bad Boy, what do you have this week for us, Duke? Well, I got some questions this week. About time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Goodness. it's about time some of these listen so called fans of the show All right. actually put their two brain cells together listen, and got us don't some questions. Don't disrespect the fans, please. Uh, listen. Don't do that. Listen, I love all people, but there are certain people. And a lot of them are fans of the show that I don't like. <laughs> Just so happens. He's so uh, worked. Co- this guy is. Coincidence. All oh. right, so let's move right along because uh, I can't wait to make fun of your half-hearted answers to these questions. Here we go. And your, we'll see the thinness of your intellect. Unbelievable. All right, so the first question comes from Just Larry. Ah, Just Larry. I What's up, Just brother? Larry's been in. He's. We've heard from Just Larry. He's an avid listener. <laughs> Big fan of Larry. <laughs> Boy, if you're an avid listener to this show, I want please write in and explain what you do for the rest of your life. Because I'm sure it's fascinating. Listen, we got some big timers that listen yeah? to the show, man. Like who? I'm not gonna say yeah. any names. Okay. We have some elected officials. <laughs> we have some big timers around the world All right. who listen to All this right. show. You can say the Queen Elizabeth. She's well, a big fan. Absolutely. She's different time zone. Shout out. Yeah. All right. Uh just Larry asks, Duke, what is your issue with Haven Rain? She's a nice lady. With cool YouTube videos, who happens to be a big Roman Reigns fan, but that doesn't mean you have to call her out. What's up with that? Okay, Larry. He said she's a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just Larry. <laughs> just when I think that you're you're on the right path, there, you're going to ask me a ridiculous question. Okay, let me tell you something about that Haven Rain. She may be a nice lady, but her priorities are out of order. Okay, she had the audacity to put up a video saying negative things about Braun Strowman. And I'm going to tell you, folks, you know what, folks? 
I'm going to put it up on the Duke Loves Wrestling Facebook page so you can see what I'm talking about. It was very disrespectful. She had the audacity to call Roman Reigns her daddy. She was sticking up for her daddy, Roman Reigns. I don't even want to know what the hell that's supposed to mean. But uh, it was very disrespectful what she said about uh, Braun Strowman. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to put up with it. So I'll call her out every day and twice on Sunday. I don't care. What I find really funny is that you said that she's a person that has her priorities out of order. That's and right. you're, you're a person who thinks that you have a nemesis in Roman Reigns. Well, so he is my, I think he's you're my hardly, I think you're hardly uh, qualified. You're hardly qualified to talk about someone whose priorities are not in the right way. Listen. Let's move on. Speaking of priorities. Hey, my, listen, my priority, right, my priority right now is to get through with this show so I can get back to my <laughs> real life. That's my priority. All right, next question comes from Gavin the Great. And uh, he asks, do you think the UK show and the upcoming women's, women's tournament will be enough to at least maintain WWE's ratings, or do you think they're going to continue to tank? Hmm. First of all, Gavin the Great is one of our youngest listeners. Really? Yeah. We've got a lot of young people that listen to the show. Well, you know, they, ha- they you don't know? know any better. <laughs> oh, stop it right now. Gavin's uh, a good kid. He's, you know, he's only like five years old. I'm, I'm actually impressed I can't that believe he, he... The spelling types. is immaculate. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that's, that's pretty good. Well, maybe shout using, out to Gavin. Maybe he's using the uh, text-to-speech. That could be it. Or speech-to-text, that could. You know, we have babies that listen to this show. <laughs> babies aren't even born yet. I'm t- listen, we have babies that listen to this I, show. I, people, I, I believe people make babies to this show because it's just so romantic, right. the sounds of our voice. They like our voices. They're, our voices are very uh, soothing. How, how awesome is that? The, the, there's a hard <laughs> that's no, cool. no, knowing who some of the fans are to this show the thought of them uh listening to us in the bedroom is horrifying well can know, i just say that hey, but if you are listening to us in the bedroom right now bethany west kid uh, <laughs> ariel's kid all these kids listen and, and now we have gavin the great which shout out to gavin i know he's he's listening there so uh, we gotta say um, go to sleep for the you know, for the kids. Of course, yeah, we should give a little thing at the end Absolutely. of the show. You make, go to sleep, listen to your parents. That's right. That's right. Keep listening to the show, <laughs> Gavin. That's a highly intelligent question you asked there, and and I'm going to tell you something right now. The ratings absolutely can go up, and we hmm. know this because the the UK tournament was so successful that they turned it into a actual show. There's a UK title that. Um, they defend on a regular basis, and all this Tyler uh, Bate, whatever his name is. I really don't like that kid. I wish Gentleman Jack Gallagher were the champion, but that's another. Now, are people issue in altogether. the United Kingdom are they eligible for the Universal Belt? Well, it's the United Kingdom Belt. No, but I'm talking about the overall Universal Belt. Oh, sure, they're sure. eligible. Sure, they could. They sure? could wrestle. I mean, of course. They can get <laughs> I, I just want to make sure because we, we went. We go to the whole universe here. Yeah, and you can't exclude another country. No, if you're in the universe, not. everybody can come in and, and challenge right. for the title. Just, just making but, sure. But I think that yes, the the ratings will continue to go up. Look, WWE made more money last year than they ever made ever, <laughs> and it was because of the WWE Network. So whatever they put on the network is going to continue to build. Yeah, but that doesn't answer a ratings question. I think the well. I think ratings are going to exist because people are watching. Here we go. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I didn't want to interrupt you because we're dealing with a little kid. But listen, kid, listen to me. Uh oh. Boston Bad Boy's going to fill you in yeah, on what's going on. Going here. down the drain. Uh, ratings are going to matter and matter less. The question you're asking is a question that is going to become outdated very soon because they are making so much money off of the network, off of their own privately owned network that has zero overhead. Uh, the ratings are not going to be, they're going to be inconsequential. So I don't think the WWE cares if the ratings go down because that's not where the bread and butter is going to be. Well, you need, obviously the fans are consuming something. 
if they're going to the network to watch these things. That's what I'm saying. But it doesn't matter if they're watch. They'd rather them watch on the network than watch on television. Well, anyway. these are things that are only on the network. That's what I'm saying. That but he talked but, about. But he's asking about television ratings. No, 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 no. I think he's asking about. Well, there's no such thing as internet ratings. Yeah, the, but it, it doesn't rating. matter, though. Fair enough. And it doesn't matter, because if the television goes away completely, what do they care? Because what's going to be happening now is as cable companies get phased out, as everybody watches everything into the house streaming, where you can have an a la carte menu for the our Americans, that means pick and go as you choose, uh, the channels you want, those people who are wrestling fans will just, oh, I'm going to throw in the uh, wrestling uh, network as well, and I'll watch that like I would have watched it on regular TV, but now you're getting a direct feed from Vince McMahon's brain to your television set. So uh, ratings are not going to matter as much. Even though the ratings may be not good, they matter less. So it's kind of equalizing itself out. That's... The bottom line, Gavin. Don't listen to anything this man just said. He obviously, is trying you know, what? I gave a very, I gave a very concise here. and clear answer. Yeah, there. but it just wasn't well, right. You know what? It just wasn't, no, it wasn't now, true. Now we're not doing any All right, questions. come okay, on. How about that? Come on. How about you that? got a whole list of questions no, right there. No. Come on. Done. Done. That's why we can't have nice things. Unbelievable. Do you understand me? Unbelievable. We're going to talk about something I had on my mind. Oh, no. We don't want to talk about No, we are. No, we're going to. We're going to do that because that's what we do. It's always going to be something that's not going to be fun to talk about. Well, you mentioned it earlier. So, really, you're the one to blame. You mentioned it during Run the Ropes. Great. And it has to do with one Eva Marie. Okay. And we're not talking about Elvis' daughter. Okay. (laughs) That's Lisa Marie. Whatever. (laughs) And that's why I said we're not talking about her. It is Lisa Marie, isn't it? Unbelievable. Well, either way. Uh, so there's the suspension. Okay, so let, walk me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just walk myself through this, and you, you tell me where I'm wrong, because I like to set up our listeners who weren't paying attention to anything you had to say. So I'm gonna re-educate them here at the end of the show. Oh my Buddha! So, Eva Marie, total divas, doing her thing, whatever. Uh, the WWE has a policy for these wellness, uh, for their wellness policy, where they periodically check in. Uh, with all of their performers, and make sure they're on the up and up. They're not on your uh, your steroids or any other illegal banned substances. I don't know the, what the full list is, but there's a list. Sure. And they they check in. And if you're if you're on a banned substance, they, you, you get the boot or you get a suspension, right? You get there's a tiered system, right? There's uh, 30 days, and then what? 60, and then what? How many 90, more? 90, and then you're out, and then that's it. Yeah. Um, now, I assume there's something in the contract that when you get to the point where you're out, you've they don't owe you any more money either. Like, that's a sort of... Yeah, I'm that's pretty a, sure that's, that's a you, full termination. You brought that, yeah, you yeah. brought that upon yourself kind of thing. So, the roster of the WWE, all told, all staff, is pretty big. Hundreds of people. Uh, hundreds of performers. And many of those performers, one would argue, uh, have various different, you know, in their real lives, have issues, you know, medical issues or whatever, psychiatric issues. But they, like everybody else, go about their day and do their job. So here's, your, here, here's Eva Marie, who we're talking about. And uh, she, as we find out now from her, uh, has a prescription for Adderall, I believe. And so... She has this prescription, as, as millions of Americans do, and she's pretty young and, and, and part of the generation that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're discovered what ADHD was or ADD when you're a kid. And so anyway, she's got a doctor prescribed prescription. Now, if, if, if a wrestler has a prescribed prescription for um, Percocet, because uh, they got a tooth, if, if uh, the Undertaker had gotten his tooth pulled and he got a Percocet and he had the prescription, we're good. They check him. Oh, you get Percocet? Yeah, I get their thing. Okay, we're good. 
So what happened was a convergence of events. One, uh, the WWE did a quote-unquote random test on Eva Marie, which just so happened to have coincided in the overlap of her prescription. Because anyone who's ever gone to the CVS realizes you only have a certain amount of drugs they give you at any one time, and you've got to re-up it if it's something that you're, you know, ongoing. So the WWE, I don't know, accidentally, conveniently, uh, does this check, and they say, you... Uh, are in violation because you have uh, Adderall in your system, and that's against our policy. And she says, "Well, but, but, but I got, I've got the thing. I've got the, the the prescription. It just lapsed. I haven't, you know, re-upped from my doctor. No." Nope. And they say, "No." And they say, "Duke, thirty day suspension. Thirty day suspension." Now, I don't have all the facts, but I have. A lot of lot of intellect. I have a lot. I have all the best words <laughs> to quote someone we know. And here's what I'm thinking, without knowing all the facts, just to get into this. Right off the bat, there's a there's a problem here, and the problem is, she didn't just start taking Adderall by prescription. It stands to reason that the WWE has done multiple checks on her throughout her career there, and each time. They've said, oh, you've got Adderall in your system. Goes, and, and she said, oh, yes, here's my prescription. And now, suddenly, all the paperwork that was in that folder has disappeared, apparently. And she's in violation because of a, of, she didn't cross the T and dot the I. And we're going to hold you to that. Now, I understand rules are rules, too. I understand. I get it. I get it. However, what does it behoove the company from a... Uh, business standpoint to take one of their big stars out. It makes absolutely no sense. Because we all know there is wiggle room when it comes to this stuff. And if they want to pretend that there isn't, they're they're blowing it out their ass. What say you? Well, I I think you you said it eloquently. They're not trying to harm her or do anything malicious here. The fact of the matter is they have rules. She didn't follow the rules, okay? Mm-hmm. Her prescription mm-hmm. lapsed. Mm-hmm. She didn't re-up it in time and mm-hmm. get it to them in a timely manner like they told her to do. I think you, you have to not allow it to lapse. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, she allowed it to lapse, and she was still taking the stuff. And, hey, that's the way it goes, man. These things are in place so people don't abuse these different banned substances. Do you, do you, know, what, do you know what else is in place to prevent abuse? Uh, the WWE's... Uh, policy on uh hazing and bullying all right you're not gonna and we all know you're not gonna bring listen i am gonna bring it up because you tell me what the difference is when it comes to how people are treated they let that go on one might say it is condoned and encouraged from the top down to violate one policy yet we're going to violate another policy uh, we're not going to let another violation happen, a minor infraction that could have easily be cleared up with a little bit of paperwork. Tell me why, because the business side doesn't add up. There's there's no businessman that would say, boy, I'm going to double down on this person because they're making me a lot of money and I really want to get them out of the way. Unless we bring in the, the, the piece de resistance here. The magic, the, the magic sauce. I don't speak on this Chinese. Whole, I don't know you. The magic sauce on this whole situation, which I've yet to bring in, and, and I'm going to do it now. 
None of this makes any sense unless you see it through the eyes of one Vincent E. McMahon. Oh, because you're Vince McMahon now. Okay. Listen, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see what's going on here based on previous... Again, I'm just building on previous facts that we can all agree on. Both sides of the aisle can agree on this. What's happening here is we've made an excuse now to get rid of somebody who's getting too big for their britches. Are you kidding me? It's very, very... Are you kidding me right now? I'm telling you. All right, let me tell you something. They have put Eva Marie in a position to succeed. Yeah, but and not she's done too a good much. Job. But not too much. Well, give Let's, me a break. Let, no, let, not too much. Give me a break. Let's talk about some of the WWE stars who have tried to reach for the go- the brass ring without without being sanctioned by the by the by the boss. Um, talking about movie deals that were lost from some very big guys, including Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh boy. Uh, we'll talk about uh, people locked into uh, purgatory contracts because they were injured beyond belief, Daniel Bryan, and they now are relegated and not released to go continue their career and do what they want to do for themselves. Unbelievable. Let's go to this situation now. She's got a pro- Eva's got a promising acting career, okay? Her and her uh, husband there have the shreds fitness thing. I don't know. I don't yeah. work out. I don't. Yeah. I'm not fit. I don't know. But from what I understand, it's pretty big. She doesn't need the WWE anymore. She may have sprung boarded uh, above what they can provide for her. And if I can see that, if you can see that, if most people watching her can see that, don't tell me Vince McMahon doesn't see it too, and. He's got a big roster. To him, they're all interchangeable. He will crush her. No. He will. He, who else no. could manufacture such a stupid, a completely inane, uh, uh, clerical error Stop. and cost this woman a 30-day suspension Stop to get her out of the public eye to tone her down Stop and put her in her no. place? It's me, exactly me, no, 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 no. what let me, happened. Let me tell you something. It's, it's almost no. uh, anything else. No. It makes no sense. No, you're you're spinning a, a tail here that's out of control. Uh, I'm ready. Okay? This is going to be like the magic bullet JFK theory. Oh, I can feel because Give me a my break. my my explanation is a simple one, which is correct. You're going to start telling me about a no. second gummit on the grass. No, 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 here. no. First of all, the WWE is a top-notch entertainment company that is worldwide. Yeah, if We're you're in, if you're global, if you're in their good okay? graces, there's nothing bigger than that. If you're in their good right? graces, so that's number one. Yeah. Number two, the fact of the matter is, when she signed her contract, she signed up saying that she understood what the rules and regulations were. So guess what, pal? Okay, you broke the rules. You had to pay the piper. It's only a thirty-day suspension. Take it and let's move on. No. Okay, no. what she needs to do is apologize. For breaking the rules. No. You know what needs to happen okay? here? You don't need apologize to... to Vince McMahon for putting him in a position where he had to take oh, one of his top stars yeah, and suspend boy. them. Yeah, he, That's what he, she he, needs he, to do. Roman Reigns did it, and I don't about, even like about, him. What about one of his top announcers that he had to pay hush money to oh, so that he wouldn't blow the, blow the whistle on the entire <sighs> bullying campaign oh, that is ongoing within the WWE? Do you always have to play the heel? Is that what you want to do all the time? We have these discussions, and I just feel like it's you funny always you should want to say be the bad guy. It's funny you should okay. say that because I brought for you here a copy of my new book, The Art of the Heel. Oh. It's a new book I'm writing, 
and it's going to be all about how uh, how you how you see life through the right way. Oh, the how right you do way. things the right, the right way. way. That's right. By by antagonizing Vince McMahon and by making up this please, ridiculous please. nonsense about a ridiculous story Listen, about somebody who doesn't want to you know, follow the you rules. Know what? Vince McMahon and his buddy Trump. You know, he might have read Art of the Deal. Vince has never read Art of the Heel. And once he reads my book, he's going to see that I have eclipsed even him, and he ain't have no contract on me. I'm going to be a sprung board above him and beyond. I'm, I'm wrapping this you, up. You can't, you can't contain my heels. I'm done. This is the pastor of wrestling, Kevin West, and I'm listening to Duke Love Wrestling. And now, and now, back to your I got to tell you, last week's episode really set the world on fire there. I had my man Tony Maglio from The Rap discussing WWE's blockbuster deal with uh, Peacock, you know, owned by NBC Universal. Peacock is an app, no different from, you know, Netflix and. Amazon uh, Prime and, you know, all these different streaming services here. So the WWE, they have allowed Peacock for the next five years, starting in March, they're going to be streaming the WWE network exclusively. So the only place that you'll be able to hop on the network is going through Peacock Network, um, which is really cool. One billion dollars for five years. Big deal. Big deal. So Tony was talking about that and you know, it's it was an interesting conversation because it's an extension of what I've spoken about on this show for a while now. And I really want to dedicate this episode to just kind of discussing this. You know, some of you are going to be like, oh, my God, Duke, here we go again. But listen, man, I'm on a crusade, okay? I want to continue to shame the knuckleheads, the humanoids who spread misinformation. There's so many things that we can discuss, especially as it relates to uh, the WWE, that they get wrong, things that we should be paying more attention to, you know? I mean, come on, COVID-19, we can can start there. There's been some sort of rash of, of positive tests, you know, Rey Mysterio and Keith Lee and, and Mia Yim and, you know, a whole host of other folks. Uh, in recent weeks, what's really going on over there? And, and I want to know, and I'm sure you want to know, what's going on? Why are they having this this rash of positive tests? And, and what kind of testing are they doing? What kind of safeguards? You know, Ray Mysterio, he interacted with a bunch of people, right? And then he tests positive. So how, how does that affect the rest of the roster? So stuff like that. I mean, Keith Lee wasn't even in the Royal Rumble because he tested positive. Neither was Mia Yim. So... Things like that would be interesting to to dig into, but and we don't hear enough about these things because you've allowed these 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 website people to spread this whole notion about the ratings, the TV uh, Nielsen ratings, and you know the WWE is doing terrible in the ratings. The ratings are down. They just had the worst week in history, and you know there's a one point this and a and a two point that, all this nonsense, right? It's all nonsense. It's nonsense because they equate 
what they know of as it relates to the ratings with whether or not a company or a TV show is successful. And you hear things like, well, they're going to get canceled and, and all these. Other, come on. Come on. And then you have the folks who say, well, you know that the, the, the product is terrible. I can't even watch it. And they're out of touch and this and that. Listen, these guys just signed three separate billion dollar deals in the past three years. They're a business. Their, their, their primary function is to make money and they're doing it better than anybody. That's not a difficult concept to understand. And, and I'm not quite sure why we don't get more in-depth discussion about this, right? So I, I want to take some time and just kind of explore this in, in a different way here. Coca-Cola is not the only cola on the market. And subjectively, it's not the best cola on the market. Me personally, I, I'm, a, I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. I will pick Dr. Pepper over Coca-Cola every day of the week. McDonald's doesn't have the best burger in the world. Q-tip is, is, is not the only cotton swab in the world. But yet, when you talk about fast food burgers, when you talk about carbonated soft drinks, when you talk about cotton swabs, these are the brands and these are the companies that people bring up the most, right? We bring up Coca-Cola, we bring up McDonald's, and we bring up Q-Tip. And make no mistake about it, when it comes to pro wrestling, WWE is on that level. They are it. They are the standard. And part of the reason why they're the standard is because better than anyone in history, they give you something consistently. You know you're going to get at least this level of something consistently, right? You don't have to work too hard for that. It's just that's what this, their standard is. And they, they've been doing it for many, many years. And I bring that up because they don't have to be your favorite in order to be successful. And I think a, a lot of folks, they miss this concept. They, they assume that whatever they feel is the best, they equate that with success, which is it's, it's a narcissistic and ignorant standpoint, if you ask me. There are a lot of things that I don't have time for. I could care less about. I have never in my life watched or, or, or read the books or, or played the video games. I have not consumed anything related to the Harry Potter series. I have nothing to do with Harry Potter. Could care less. Yet that is one of the most successful franchises in the history of, of, of literature and movies. Uber successful. Harry Potter. But your boy, the Duke, couldn't tell you anything. I couldn't even name two characters. I can name Harry Potter, and that's about it. <laughs> so just because I don't like it, and just because I think there are other franchises that are more interesting and other things that I spend my time with, that doesn't mean that this thing can't be successful and it can't be a standard bearer, can't be the best. So why is it that so many of you act as if and, and will buy into this notion that the WWE must be doing bad because I don't like it. Who the hell do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? And why do you think you're so important that your opinion on anything carries that much weight? As, as my UK brothers and sisters would say, that's mental. Absolutely mental. You're not that important. You're not that brilliant. You're not that influential. And neither am I for that matter. Somebody is consuming WWE's content and whomever those somebodies are, are valuable enough or important enough that the advertisers and the TV networks, they can't get enough. They're investing in that content. They can't get enough. 
Jesus, WWE just signed a deal with Cricket Wireless, a major deal with Cricket Wireless, one of their, their major sponsors. They sponsor entire episodes of Raw and SmackDown. They sponsor entire pay-per-view events. Can't get enough. They want to be in bed with the WWE. They want to be associated with that brand, and they pay top dollar to do it. So (laughs) at some point, we have to start considering the source when we hear people say, oh, this is this this is they're in trouble. It's so bad. They they don't develop stars and they don't do this. And this is why no one's watching. Oh, okay. No one's watching, but somebody's paying. Somebody's paying. Top dollar for it. And do you really think NBC Universal and Fox? Do you really think that they'd be shelling out billions of dollars on WWE properties just for the heck of it? Come on. That's that's not logical. That's silly. And you're not more knowledgeable than these folks are. They have measures to let them know why they should or should not invest in anything. And they're not going to share that with you and I. We're not in the industry. We're not in their company. This is proprietary stuff. And for you to think that you somehow have access and you somehow know just because, I don't know, Dave Meltzer says so, I mean, it's just foolish. It's absolutely foolish. I saw somebody say, you know, they're, they're not developing the stars and Edge, Edge just came back and he won the Royal Rumble. Congratulations, Edge. And he earned himself a spot in one of the main events for WrestleMania this year, right? And a couple of people, well, he's taken that spot away from, from one of the young guys and, and they should be pushing the young guys. Folks, it's a business. Their primary function is to make money. Do you really think that that there's any of the quote-unquote young guys that can move the needle as much as somebody like Edge, an established property, can do? Come on. That's silly. On this show, I've had everybody. I've had big names. I've had not-so-big names. I've had people that you have never heard before and probably will, have, will never hear from again other than that time when you heard them on this show. Obviously, when I have the big names on this show, there's more attention there's more coverage in the media and on the, the wrestling websites, obviously, because they're the big names. They're established brands. And when I have the not-so-big names and when I have the nobodies, there's less coverage of the episode. Now, you know, I, I've taken the time to establish this brand to the point where I'm one of the main draws, so people are going to listen to this show regardless of who's on it. Or in this case, I'm not having a guest on this week. People are going to listen to the show to agree or disagree with me, to argue with me online, and that's the you know, the thing that we do. But my point still remains. For every nobody that I have on this show, <laughs> I got to have a somebody on this show. Somebody that has a following. Somebody who, who people pay attention to and know who they are. Just to offset what I may lose by having a nobody on this show who's still building their name. And they're using this platform as a means to elevate themselves, right? Well, it's the same thing as booking a big-time wrestling card. Sure. Keith Lee can be on the show. That's great. But Keith Lee ain't moving the needle. So you better make sure you have Edge on the show. Is that really that hard to understand? Drew McIntyre is not an established brand yet. He's getting there, but he's still relatively unknown. So you got to get somebody established on there. Whether it be Goldberg or Brock Lesnar or John Cena or somebody. Right? Nobody knows who Lacey Evans is outside of the wrestling bubble. So Ric Flair, you pair up with Ric Flair. Everybody knows who Flair is. It's established. I think people want to get away from the notion that business is the most important aspect of all of this. 
they think their personal entertainment is supposed to matter more than the business. And it's like, that's just not reality. It's never been that way. The wrestling business exists in order for people to make money. It's always been that way. No one is doing wrestling for the hell of it. It just doesn't work like that. So if we're going to talk about the WWE, then put it in its proper context. The most successful wrestling company in the history of the industry, and they continue to break their own records. Put it in its proper context. Well, they're not building uh, uh, any young stars. Okay, so what do you call Bianca Belair? She's not a young star? Could have fooled me. What do you call Rhea Ripley? What do you, what do you call Santos Escobar? These aren't young stars? Could have fooled me. Victoria Gonzalez. These folks are main eventing TV shows, and in some cases, they're, they're in top matches on pay-per-views. What do you call them? They're not young stars? <laughs> Could have fooled me. Street Profits aren't young stars? Come on. This is silly. We got to put this stuff in proper context and be honest about it. And once we establish that that base point, then we can have healthy and intelligent discussion about what's really going on in the industry, right? People were complaining about uh, Bad Bunny, who is a you know a, a Latin pop star, Latin hip hop star, one of the biggest stars in the in the in the world in the music industry today. Well, I don't know who that is. Who's that guy? Why is the WWE featuring that guy? This is terrible. This is Bad Bunny, his merchandise has been up for like, what, a week? Less than two weeks? Bad Bunny already has a top-selling merchandise for, in WWE right now. The guy is a megastar. Because you don't listen to his brand of music, you don't know who he is. And, and, you know, okay, fine. But do you really think you're that important that you know who every major pop star is in every genre of music? Get the hell out of here. He's one of the most streamed artists in the world on all the streaming platforms for music. If you look at his, his YouTube numbers, they, they'll make you sick. They're so amazing. Through the roof. And, and, you know, a lot of you folks are so ignorant, you forget the fact that he had Ric Flair in one of his videos back in 2017. It's not like he's new to wrestling. It's crazy. Got to put it all in its proper context. And you, you expose yourself when you have a take that just flat out doesn't make sense. Then we got to start wondering, what are, what's your intentions here? What are you really trying to do, right? Because for me, listen, you guys turn me into some kind of WWE supporter or something like that. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. For me, it's just about setting the record straight because there's a lot that I have a problem with as it relates to WWE, and that's been covered on this show many times over. But I'm not going to lie. That doesn't make sense. And I think some of you are, are more interested in the lie. You want to pretend like there's a problem when there isn't a problem. And then the places where there are a problem, you don't want to talk about that, right? It makes no sense. I'd love to talk about the fact that Naomi is back and that in her second match back, it was a triple tag team. It, it, was, it was abysmal. It was terrible. She's slow. She's out of ring shape. She, she's got a lot of ring rust, and that happens to everybody. I, I know that she'll get better. But Charlotte had to slow down for her, even though Naomi was trying to do all of these fast moves. I'd love to talk about that. What's going on with her legs? Is she Does she have it anymore? Or is she suffering like the Bellas did where, you know, the, it was noticeable when they completely slowed down and you knew that, that they were done, <laughs> even though they want to make a comeback. Th th these are interesting things to talk about. But you guys, were, oh, the ratings are terrible, so the company must be doing bad. Get the hell out of here. $3 billion deals in, in less than three years. Get the hell out of here. 
I, I would love to do that terrible at anything. If that's terrible, sign me up for it. I'd love to be that terrible at anything. It's crazy. And it's funny because the same people that will that will talk that talk about the WWE will go out of their way to make excuses for AEW. AEW still has a problem with featuring more than one women's match a week. It's like they're allergic to it. They can't do it. It's crazy. And 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 every once in a while they'll do it and then they'll say, "Hey, look at us. We did it one time." And then they go back to the same garbage. Right? People are fawning all over them because they have uh the guy that's formerly known as Hideo in NXT, Kenta, he came out and he attacked John Moxley on Dynamite the other day. Is this guy going to move the needle? Hell no. Come on. WWE tried to try to push this guy to the moon and they couldn't because he was injury prone. Do you really think anybody cares that Kenta showed up in AEW? The niche audience cares, but is that going to move the needle? Hell no. It just is what it is. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I'm just calling it the way I see it. So, you know, <laughs> it's just interesting. It's interesting. And, and you know, it, it's <sighs> I call it personality conflict. But and, and to a certain degree, I guess that's what it is. You want to be cool. You want to be edgy. You want to stick to the narrative that that they must be doing bad because I don't like it. And that's just so, it's so far from the truth that it's it's laughable. And, and and I say this to people who I respect, you know, Vince Russo, who's been on the show a few times. I respect Vince. Good guy. But let's not make a mistake about this. He profits from calling the WWE out and saying that their product isn't as good as it was when he was writing TV for them. So he's going to push that narrative to the cows come home, even though it's a false narrative. And I'll tell you why it's false. Because they're making more money now than any time that he was with that company. So you figure it out. That's all that matters. There's no other measure that you can quantify beyond the bottom line. It's a business. It's not a make you feel good club. And I don't care what you think the ratings were in 1996. And I don't care what you think the ratings are in 2021. If you're making literally $200 million a year, for five years off of what you're showing today and you're only making, I don't know, $20, 30000000 million off of what you showed in 1996, you do the math. You do the math because inflation didn't do that, baby. <laughs> I can tell you that. Come on. It's more valuable today than ever before. So we got to eat that one. We guys, okay, fine. They're doing something. I just don't like it. And that's okay. We don't have to like it, but you can't deny that they're excellent business people, the best of the best. You can't deny that we got to strive to to be more like them in business and in industry. When it comes to making money for your investors, they nobody does it better, baby. Nobody does it better. And I think that there's something to be said for the most diverse period in history. More women are being featured than ever before in history. More people of color are being featured before than ever before in history in the WWE, and that coincides with them making the most money than they ever made in history. There's something to be said about that. There's something to be said about that, right? I don't think that's a coincidence. So that's why I scratch my head when I see AEW go out of their way to feature women as little as possible and to be as little diverse as possible, even though they marketed themselves as the opposite. I scratch my head. It's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. I asked Cody Rhodes if he was going to be featuring more people of color and if any uh, black male 
singles wrestlers were actually going to be in the title hunt at the very least for Black History Month. And he said something about a t-shirt that they're featuring and how they're going to donate proceeds and all this other stuff. And he just left it at that. It's a joke. Embarrassing. Can't take it seriously. Can't do it. And, but you you know what? You let, you let him get away with it. That's the crazy part. You, the fan, lets him get away with it. And you let them get away with it. So what do we say about that? Right? You let them get away with it. I just shake my head. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But anyway, we had a controversy a week ago where, you know, a wrestler who has been featured in AEW and Mission Pro Wrestling, you know, out there in the Texas area, Maddie Rinkowski, she made a flippant remark about Bianca Belair's hair because somebody said that she was trying to copy Bianca with the long braid. And she said, well, mine is real. And immediately people jumped all over her because, you know, she's over here talking about a black woman's hair and, and, and the question, and I think Big Swole asked the right question, Does that, do, do you think that makes you better because yours is real? And, and I got to tell you, I was, I was pretty disappointed with Maddie Ronkowski's response because she said that other people made her comment racial. Let me tell Maddie Ronkowski something. Nobody made your comment racial. It was a racially insensitive comment whether you knew that or not. And I don't think that you were going out of your way to be racially insensitive, but that was the end result of what you said. I don't know what the hell's wrong with people. A simple apology, a simple, you know, I, I didn't intend it to land the way that it did, but I recognized that what I said was insensitive. I apologize. And you leave it at that. Why is that so hard for people to do? And especially these wrestlers, man, it's like they don't know how to apologize. I don't understand it. People make mistakes and, and people say things with a certain intention and it comes out the wrong way or it lands the wrong way. That's real life. That happens to everybody. You apologize. You don't make it worse by, by adding garbage. And in my opinion, that's what she did. She added garbage. So it's like, all right, well, I write that person off. She's a fool. She's immature. She doesn't get it. And it makes me question if, if whatever apology she gave was even sincere. Cause it's like, she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. That's foolish. You know, that's that's how a lot of people are. <laughs> it just it, it boggles my mind, man. It really does. It's like when 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 Hogan went through his whole stuff and he said he said a lot of stupid things. You know, he got caught saying the N word and then he, he was he was upset that he was recorded and be careful. They can record you and you never know when people are recording. He, he emphasized that and focused more on that than the fact that he referred to himself as a racist. It's like and then you have the folks with their. Sorry if I said something to offend you or, or, you know, sorry if you were offended by that, as opposed to I said something offensive and I apologize. I don't know. I don't know who, who's training these kids and, and, and these adults and the PR training needs to get better, especially in wrestling, because it just it, it's it's terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. It's crazy. And I hope Maddie, I mean, she's young, so she has time to recover. I hope she smartens up. Because if this is the way that she's going to respond to making mistakes, then she's going to have a tough go at it in this industry. No two ways about that. But Mission Pro Wrestling, they do have an event coming up this Saturday on the title match network. Maddie's going to be facing uh, La Abusadora, Rosa Negra, La Rosa Negra, my homegirl there. And I'm sure she's going to uh, give Maddie the, the beat down of her life. So, And this is for the Mission Pro Wrestling uh, Championship, so... Should be interesting. My money's on La Rosa, but you never know. We'll have to wait and see how that shakes out there. La Rosa's been, I mean, she's been all over the place, man, doing interviews everywhere. She's really doing a great job representing 
Mission Pro Wrestling. I really impressed with her. So shout out to La Rosa Negra, my champion. That's what I call her. Speaking of my champion, shout out to Sasha Banks. You know, Sasha Banks is getting her own Star Wars action figure. She's a star, man. And you know, Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. So again, we have a situation here where we could have Sasha versus Bianca. And I've been telling you folks for weeks now, I've been really impressed with the way that Bailey and Charlotte and Sasha have been working with Bianca and bringing her up. If we get Bianca versus Sasha at WrestleMania, I mean, that's a potential main event. You could close the show with that match. I'm excited to see it. And I'm definitely rooting for Bianca to to, to become champion. Jeez, <laughs> that would be something else, man. That would be something else. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But I, I'm I'm really excited, really proud. Bianca's come a long way. She didn't have any wrestling experience when she entered the WWE, and she has grown leaps and bounds. And I and they've taken their time developing her. So it's really cool to see. Shout out to Mark Henry for recruiting her. That's that was a good one. That was a real good one, man. Brock Lesnar level good stuff. She may have that type of impact on the industry before it's said and done. So it's really good. You know, overall, I, 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 I'm still high on the industry. I think pro wrestling is in good shape. I just want us as fans to respect the industry a little bit more and, and for people that cover it to respect the, the industry and the fans to in a manner where you're, you're being honest in your coverage instead of the BS that we get so often. Is that too much to ask? Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. I'm going to leave it at that this week, folks. It's just me pontificating on a few topics, some food for thought. At Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. You know, I always have an opinion on something. The Duke's always saying something about something. Better believe it, baby. Anyway, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Loves Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>